what's up everybody? Sean and Lacey here with a brand new episode of the None of Your Business podcast. We're super excited to be with you just as we are each and every week. And today we are talking about awareness. You know, a lot of times people, because we talk about marketing and sales, people will have a revenue issue and then they will say, well, I need to ramp up my marketing because I need to generate new clients. Mm. And I was always taught through Book Yourself Solid, shout out to Michael Port and Matthew Kimberly. If you're not a part of their group on Facebook, make sure you check them out. It's the Book Yourself Solid Facebook group. But I was always taught through them that marketing does not get you new clients. Marketing creates awareness. Yep. I want to talk today about awareness because it creates awareness of what? Now, generically, we would always say about it creates awareness of who you are and what you have to or offer the, the world. Yeah. But we're living in this time when awareness is so much mm -hmm. more. You know, we have so much going on in the world. We have so much going on in politics. We have a pandemic. We have division of communities. You know, what do you believe? Should you wear a mask? Should you not wear a mask? Do you, um, you know, are you supporting one political party or another political party? We're seeing people then create awareness, maybe erroneously, but sharing viewpoints and opinions, uh, maybe publicly on right. social media or different um, avenues. And then we're seeing the backlash. So now people are like, yeah, but I don't now I don't want to create awareness. Now right. I, I don't want to share. And then now as I'm a, nervous because anything I put out there can be potentially used against used me. against me. Right. And then that just furthers the problem because now I don't have clients because nobody knows about me because I'm hiding, you know, in my basement. There's no I don't, awareness. No, there's no awareness. There's no exist. new clients. And so I want to talk about breaking that. Mm. Um, first of all, I want to begin by talking about and helping people to understand what are they trying to bring awareness to? Mm -hmm. Because that mean like the, you know, nuts and bolts of your business or, you know, your political affiliation, what, what should I be bringing awareness to? Well, I think if, if we're talking about awareness, that means that somebody hasn't necessarily had enough exposure to you to know, like, and trust you. So that means if we're trying to create awareness, I would assume that we're trying to create something more surface level, nothing deep, like nuts and bolts or my political affiliation or my opinions. Essentially, you should be trying to create awareness around things that people can connect to. That's not too polarizing. Well, one way to look at that would be creating awareness to the brand. Right now, the majority of the people that are listening to this podcast are like, yeah, but I mean, that's easy to say when you say, well, I'm trying to bring awareness to Coca-Cola, right. right? And there's, you know, thousands of people and they're creating awareness around this sort of abstract thing. But if I am a dentist, if, you know, I'm, I, and I maybe have me and maybe one other practitioner, I, I, it's hard because I'm trying to create awareness about me and maybe right. my associate who works with me. But what we're suggesting is to start first about uh, start first with the brand, right? Like the the office, the business, the culture, what right. it stands for. Well, that's so important that you say what it stands for because so many times when people are talking or thinking about their brand, the first thing that they think about is like their logo. Yeah, what like they what do, is, what it looks like, what they do. Let's versus... pick on the dentist today. <laughs> okay, so that's like saying, like, I need to create awareness about the Cleaning importance teeth. of brushing your teeth. Yeah, there's already awareness around yeah, that. Yeah. So, right? what if I were a dentist? What would I be creating awareness 
too. That you are the right person to clean their teeth. <laughs> okay. I and mean, so I would have an office and, and I would, my, my particular office though would stand for certain things. And this is where it's super important. Right. I'm not talking about your office probably, you know, not in all cases. I'm sure there's exceptions to this, but probably doesn't stand for a political philosophy. Right. Your you office, as an individual, you, as an individual you may, right. but your office, your business doesn't. So I would want to bring awareness to the things I stand for. And if I was a dentist, I might stand for um, people not fearing their dentist. Mm-hmm. I might stand for um, an easy, efficient, and painless experience. Right. I might stand for affordability or I might stand for luxury right. experience, right? So these are all elements of your brand that, first of all, you have to have considered. Mm. And then second of all, that you would want to draw awareness to. Right. How would we do that? How would we be, once we've defined it, how do we bring about awareness? So seven number one, you have to define what your brand is. Yep. You have to define what you stand for. And we have to understand the delineation between what you stand for as an individual and what you stand for as a business. Once we have identified that, what are some things that we could do to begin to draw awareness to us? I mean, right now, I mean, the first thing that people are always thinking about is getting your brand more visible on social media. Right. So right. it's through through digital marketing. Right. That's where, though, potentially you said it's not the logo, but that's where then logo might come into play. Right. Because right? I'm going to want to show them. And again, we're picking on the dentist. It's not a tooth. Like how many dentists have a logo that's a tooth? Um, like that doesn't create awareness. Like, like how are you? All you're doing is you're drawing gonna, attention to the fact that you're a through, dentist. Yeah, you're not going to cut through the noise of social media by putting a tooth in a photo or a toothbrush or, or a toothbrush. tooth and a toothbrush. So we want to have you know. There's a lot of psychology and colors. Right. Um, there's a lot that is communicated through your font type. Um, there's a lot that's communicated through the imagery. And I want to point out, you've done a ton of work with logos and branding that most logos in the world actually are not logo type representatives of the thing you think of twitter it's this bird uh facebook it's a type font ibm it's a type font it's not it's not a printer right right like so and that's what happens is like so when we talk about the brand now we have the 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 actual graphical representation of what you stand for so we would put that out but other ways that we could do it through digital marketing is kind of the content what we're putting out there right and right now i mean on all uh social media platforms video is the number one way to grab attention and so i think getting your brand out there by being creative with little short videos that just exposed people to what you stand for and and how that works in your business and why it makes you unique and different is what's going to allow people to be aware of who you are. Right? And what that looks like is clearly stating this is what we stand for and then right. showing through Just cut video through it and go right at it. Yeah. And then showing that that's actually yeah. true. Like for, yeah. you know, we stand for an effortless and painless experience. For example, let me show you what we're doing over here. Um, with one of our clients or however it is that you've you frame that up and stories stories are always great especially third-party validation like a testimonial of somebody that was extremely scared 
to go yeah, to the highlighting dentist. that highlighting that not just saying you're the best right because that's what all you know testimonies oh yeah. Lacey's the best right but uh, you want to get your testimonials or your endorsements to point out the things that you the actually reason they're stand the best for. is because they made me feel so comfortable and they squashed my fear of going to the dentist because of the atmosphere and the kindness of the individual the the stuff that they utilize so right? another way that we create awareness is through referrals partnerships and collaborations right you know they say that you are the sum of the five people that you hang around with and that's usually done sort of in a self-help context but look in Mm -hmm. business it's the same way so you know you want to look at your referral partners your collaborative partners your leverage partners and are they reflective of the brand because look Mm -hmm. we're in a time you know and, and james who produces our podcast Um, every week was talking to us about this of cancel culture right and look the reality is is because i affiliate with you and you hold stances and positions that are contrary to um you know the mainstream thinking or offensive to certain individuals can cancel me yeah you automatically get lumped into my beliefs because i'm doing business with you because i'm referring to you or because i receive referrals from you sure so one way that you articulate your brand your and you create awareness is through the people that you affiliate with um how are some ways that we can sort of tighten our circle and get the right people in well we always talk about this concept again that came from the book book yourself solid which is called your gang of five Mm. right Mm -hmm. and your gang of five is uh, five other business individuals that actually serve the same ideal client that you do and what's great is if somebody is serving the same ideal client that you are, the client that you serve, they're probably gonna be very in alignment in the way that you think, your opinions, and the way that you do business because they have to attract the same kind of individual. Well, I had this question though. Let me just mm-hmm. a- ask you this because I had this question actually today in a, in a, in a consultation. Mm-hmm. Um, what if somebody in my gang of five holds a very vocal and descending position uh, from sort of what other people might fi- find offensive and they're vocal about it. What should I do in that case? Well, you can go one of two ways. You can have a conversation with them about it and talk about if we're going to if we're all going to stay in this relationship, we need to be cognizant of what we say and how it impacts each other. And if they're not comfortable with that, then you probably need to move on. We always say uh, replace, don't chase. So if somebody is not willing to to kind of douse down their opinion because of the way that it's impacting other people's businesses, then they're probably not a good fit for you. Mm. Yeah. And I think that's something that's, you know, super important to keep in mind because, you know, in one hand, you're canceling them, right? In essence, because you don't want to be Which canceled. Which is harsh, but you don't want to be canceled, right? right. You're saving your own and, business. And their position is creating an awareness that is potentially detrimental to the awareness that you're trying to create. I mean, right. and, and this, you know, folks, this is the reality that we live in. This is, you know, we're talking business. I'm not talking life philosophy. I'm talking about protection of your business brand identity by being very careful about the people or the other businesses that your brand is associated with. And we with. said business associations, but we also said collaborative. And collaborative yeah. means mutually beneficial. Yep. And if things are not mutually beneficial, then it's time to analyze, audit, reassess that relationship and potentially move on from it. One last one that I want to throw out there that I think is interesting. You know, our coach, Jay Abraham, mm-hmm. is huge on risk reversal scenarios. 
And mm. uh, risk reversal is a really great way to articulate your or, or create awareness about what you stand for. Mm. I'll give me an example. Um, because most people do risk reversal in the sense of so if you don't know what risk reversal yeah. is it's just 100% your percent back yes money. it's it's just your classic money back guarantee empty bottle guarantee you yes. can take the whole a bottle of supplements and if they don't work send it back and what you're saying through that risk reversal is i'm good right but what you could say for example if you were a dentist and you were holding yourself out as efficient you could say that we will never keep you in the chair for longer than 30 minutes mm. right that's my risk reversal and if we do you don't have to pay for that particular visit. Now, what that says... I don't know if I want the dentist doing fast work on my mouth. Well, I mean, what, well, you, whatever, you, you, you know, we're not going to cause you any pain or, right. or you know, or, or there's some sort of reversal guarantee there. But you pick what you stand for and then you build your risk reversals around that. And mm -hmm. as you put that out, it creates awareness that you are the person that is efficient, that's effective, that's fast, that cares, um, that does good. great work. Yeah. Right. Whatever it is that you want to communicate, you build your risk reversal around that it doesn't have to be just satisfaction well and i'll tell you I, ha I have another example of this i just got off of a coaching consultation today with somebody and they said well what is the like what does the commitment look like working with you guys one-on-one -on -one? and i said we don't have one we don't believe in in binding people in long-term oh, contracts commitment of like how yeah, long contracts or commitments because the reality of it is is if this relationship's not working if we're not delivering or you're not delivering we're not going to hold you into that mm -hmm. and that is a risk reversal because then they're like wow you're confident enough that you can deliver but more importantly it's a month to month if it's not working i can get, you can out. Always get out yeah so we do that a lot in, in our businesses so you can do that in yours as well so risk reversal is another great way to communicate or create awareness about what you stand for yep. now the most important thing in all of this is that we understand that without awareness there is no business and that marketing is not there to get you new clients it's the first step it creates awareness and it creates awareness about who you are and what you stand for what you have to offer the world in this world in the world that we live in today it's extremely challenging because you don't know what are the things that you can freely share so we're encouraging you today to take a time out and clearly define your business brand define what you stand for as a business and then begin to utilize all of your marketing tools to efficiently and effectively communicate that to the community that you serve done well you have zero risk of canceled culture you're not going to be canceled in fact what you're going to do is you're going to attract more people in who want to work with you anything else to add no all right, everybody, we'll be back again next week, hopefully with more valuable information for you that you can begin to implement in your business each and every week to help you to reach more people, make a bigger impact, and create the lifestyle that you deserve.